Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy! WKNC, you are currently tuned in to Local Lunch, Um, and today we have a few bands joining us before their show on Friday. Uh, We got Texoma and then Dragmatic here, so if y'all want to introduce yourselves, what band you're in, what you do, that would be fabulous. Uh, I have uh, just been invited, and I'm so happy to be here. Thanks to Texoma. Uh, I'm Ryan from Dragmatic. Um, I am the singer, uh, primary songwriter, and electric guitar player. I'm Zach Terry from Texoma. Um, I play guitar and sing, and uh, looking forward to playing and singing on, on Saturday. Saturday. At the station. Oh, I... And today. It's, it's, it's on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Good. I was going to show up on Friday. <laughs> Glad I asked. Uh, my name is Robbie, Laura. I'm the bass player in Texoma, and my name is Mark. And I'm the uh, keyboard player in Texoma, though I think I'm going to transition to guitar. <laughs> yeah, so they got their acoustic guitars out, so you're probably going to hear some of that within this hour. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, and you all have a show coming up. Where's and when is it? It is. It's on Saturday night. Um, we're really excited uh, as a band, Texoma. We haven't played out in a while. Our last show was our holiday show um, that we, we do annually. But uh, we're playing on Saturday night uh, with Ryan from Dragmatic and his crew's coming over. And we're going to be joined by the Outboards from Pittsburgh. Um, they couldn't be here today, but um, they're an amazing band. And we're really looking forward to playing with both of these bands, uh, you know, kind of in our home turf of yeah. Chapel Hill. Yeah, um, we're playing at the station. Yes, the Important station. facts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it's a cool story, I think. I'll just jump into it. Ryan, you know, you and I got to know each other um, a few years ago through the Grapevine, through uh, the local beer, local band yeah. series. And Raleigh has always been like a super welcome host to Texoma. And we've gotten to know these fine gentlemen over the, the course of a few years. And so, Is Dragmatic out of Raleigh? Yes, we're, okay, cool. we're Raleigh-based. Yeah, and so Dragmatic's going to come over and play a show with us, and then some of uh, my personal new band friends, the Outboards, are going to come up from Pittsburgh to play. Mark, you know some of the guys from the Outboards a little better than I do. I think they're an incredible band, and so we're really looking forward to playing with all the whole bunch of bands that night on Saturday. And it's going to be a lively show. So uh, there's a lot of beautiful music coming out in the scene these days. We're playing beautiful, loud music. So yes. we would love for people to uh, come hear some loud music. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, that, that's sort of my thing. If if I'm not good, at least you'll hear it. <laughs> and what is the, we're not going to be able to hear any outboards today, so maybe if you could catch the listeners up on um, what they're kind of like since they weren't able to make it. Let's see if I can do that. Um, our friend... Eric Haugen is the guitar player in the band. He's an uh, outstanding guitar player and uh, particularly good at pop music. And um, Clay plays drums. He's uh, an outstanding drummer as well. And he um, and I have known each other for 
most of 20 years, it seems like, um, back when we were both um, in school at UNC. He, oh, wow. Um, uh, I was a drum, uh, I was a, a music student there, and I uh, also taught percussion to non-majors, and he was one of my students. I don't know if he wants me wow. to say that now, but anyway, it was um, it <laughs> Did was you ever really... think you'd be playing together like this? You know, um, no, uh, I didn't, <laughs> although, um, although I always thought he was a great drummer, and um, I, I, um, this is really fun that uh, he, na- he and I have now, after all this time, connected on, on a musical level again. Was know? it like kind of random that like you happen to have the show together and well, like no, you this, knew each other there's something that preceded this show which is that and this occurred at king's in raleigh but um there was a uh recent um event to raise money for a cause that i cannot remember but um uh, uh several bands including the whom if any of you guys have heard the whom is a who cover band that might actually be better than the who so (laughs) and they're out of raleigh and uh um uh we um then a group of people including clay the drummer that we're speaking of um got together and learned the album uh bringing it all back home by bob dylan and we did the album in its entirety and that was how i reconnected with clay is doing that album Wow. Um, together and that was a great experience just because learning that bob dylan stuff you really realize that he is no slouch i mean sometimes you listen to what he's doing and you think oh what's he doing you know that's awful um or some people say that i, I don't really say that but hmm. um but you know it can come across that way but in in fact his stuff is very well thought out his harmonica playing is amazing his singing is incredible you know so i feel like that kind of you got statement. a whole new appreciation yeah. for him exactly. after doing that event. It certainly <laughs> did, had a new level of appreciation. I've always appreciated him, but yeah. That sounds um, interesting. Was it like everybody was doing covers? Yes, and then there was one other band that did... Why can't I remember this? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, man, they were great. Um, <laughs> a Neil Young cover band. They were either called... Young Neil, no, I don't know what they were called. They just switched the words. It was a different band, actually. It wasn't. It might have been the Cinnamon Girls or something like that. Yeah, that's Jeff Hart's band. Yeah, Yeah, it's not. It wasn't (laughs) Jeff Hart's band. Right. Right. I just got momentarily confused by. Yeah, it's it's easy. (laughs) Is there a difference between a cover band and a tribute band? Oh. I, I would yeah, say there is definitely a difference. I think a cover band just does covers of whatever they want to. A tribute band has like that one terrible thing they want to do the entire time right. and so they these, these even would be tribute bands not well except for that yeah. i feel like a tribute band probably like dresses up like their <laughs> their people yeah. you know and tries to look like them i don't know that anyone wanted to really look like bob dylan necessarily <laughs> hey ryan if you sure. were going to be in a cover band or a tribute band what band would you want to tribute oh god to? uh probably the jayhawks okay to do that I could do that, or there's a lot of, like, Canadian pop bands like Sloan and, um, gosh, Teenage Fan Club. Just power pop stuff for sure. Matthew Sweet. The answer is Matthew Sweet. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, Zach? 
What about me? Um, well, this is purely from a financial standpoint. I would want to uh, do a Garth Brooks cover band, but I would also probably totally get sued if I tried to do that. I think you just want to wear those shirts with like the big stripes on them, <laughs> like the big vertical. I just want to sing with a low, Papa love mama nearly all his life. You just want a white piano. <laughs> yes. And a big hat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this always happens. It's all good. Um, so we were just playing one of your unreleased songs. I think that's pretty important yes. to touch on. Um, that was Intentions Rough, and I believe that was the first time you guys have played it, it anywhere. Is. is that correct? Yeah, we've never <laughs> played that song live. Um, that is a, uh, a, a it's not a final mix by any means, so we're going back into Thus the, the rough part. Yeah. So intentions rough. Oh, are yeah. these all? Oh, they all have rough. They're all rough. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the song. So, yeah. <laughs> First pass mix. Um, so so that one's just concept. intentions. Intentions yeah. World rough. premiere sneak peek. Uh, and so we went into the studio a month and a half ago into to Mark's uh, and Tom Canova's studio, which is Studio M, and we've uh, yeah we've got about nine or ten songs that we'll probably release in May. And a few of those that we're working on are, are they sound amazing already. And um, and we don't have a lot to finish on them. So the one that we just played was Intentions, and it's probably one of our favorite songs. And all of these songs um, have really kind of uh, evolved over the few years that we've been playing as a band. And it's because we're all writing these songs together now. Whereas when we were new, it's kind of like, oh, well, I have this song and you have that song. So let's play those songs. Oh, did you guys just kind of merge things you individually wrote? Like, yeah. do you all write songs? Yeah, now we kind of all write songs, whether it's, mm -hmm. uh, and some people, can, like I contribute a little bit more on the vocals and words side of things. Um, but I'll bring like an idea of a song to the table or um our drummer has written a couple of songs that we're playing. So. The two guys who write the words uh, have what I would consider a fairly interesting but not unusual way of writing the words. Uh, maybe Randy, our drummer, does this more than Zach. I'm not really sure, but sort of like a free associative way of writing where you just, like, say phonemes and, and parts of words mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and eventually, like, the words sort of tend to mold into something um, that doesn't necessarily have meaning, but, you know, everything evokes some kind of meaning. Um, uh, it, you know, I would say in our case, most of our songs have some meaning, right? Yeah, yeah we let the songs write themselves a lot of times. One really cool example of what Mark's saying is, is on the upcoming album, you can actually hear this on our website, which is just texomaband.com. Um, it's called Don't Mean Much, and Randy, our drummer, wrote this song, and he, uh, he, he recorded it onto, you know, onto his iPhone, you know, notes, whatever the thing is that you can record mm -hmm. on your iPhone. And when he played the chords on the acoustic guitar, again, he's a drummer, but he's also a guitar player, he was just kind of like mumbling words and like just kind of saying things as they came to him, but there wasn't like a real kind of like defined, uh, you know, thing that he was trying to say, and he texted that over to me, and I sat down at my table and listened to his audio recording from his iPhone, and wrote the words of what I thought he was trying to say. It's like that it's really game. Cool. Um, it's like game and telephone. Telephone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so maybe we can play that one later. That's called Don't Mean Much. And uh, you can actually hear Is that. Is the song title kind of based on that process? Um, so I think the, the Don't Mean Much part was, yeah, exactly, right? It's a good question. Um, 
I think we may have had those words as kind of a predefined chorus of sorts, mm-hmm. and the oh, okay. verses needed to be written. I'm not. I'm honestly not. Rem- I don't totally remember. But certainly, to some extent, it's got to have been related in that it was not. You know, a meaning wasn't fully fleshed out until the words had all sort of gelled. You know, right? And it's probably one of our favorite songs to play. Yeah, let's too. let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, did you, you want to play it live? Um, or I think the, the album, the upcoming album, unreleased version, does it better justice in this particular case. But right. we would love to play some songs in it in a few. All right. Well, you are listening to Texoma on the local beat. Stay tuned. Point one WKNC. This is DJ What's Your Face, and you are currently tuned in to the local beat. Um, and you are just listening to 
Don't Mean Much by Texoma. And if you are just tuning in, I am accompanied by Texoma as well as a member of Dragmatic. So, Mr. Showtime Ryan Kinnemer. (laughs) They call me Showtime because, um, I think it's because I sweat a lot. I jump around a lot and <laughs> on stage. Yeah, you know, the music doesn't lend itself to that, but I, you know, I feel it in here. I'm pointing <laughs> to my heart. That's where I feel it. And so <laughs> that you know, yeah, when you feel it there. When you feel it what there. What are you going to do? Yeah, you just got to sweat it out, man. Yeah. But at anyway. that point they they put on a great show. Well, you thank guys you. really do. Well, you know, I I want to do stuff that's pretty high energy. That's that's sort of, you know, when we play a slower song, it's usually the fastest song we could possibly put right behind it, just so I can get back in that groove of need that balance. I do, but you know, it's it's I need that off balance is what I need. <laughs> yeah, and if you're just tuning in, they all have a show this Saturday at the station over in Carbro, um, along with the Outboards, and it's going to be a good one. Have you all ever played the station before? This is a first time thing. I- We've at the Texan as Texoma, yes, we've played there once as Texoma, and then um, I know between Mark and I, we've been playing there since it it started way back in the day. Although um, it actually started way way back, uh, <laughs> REM played there yeah, right. and other bands like that. So maybe not what? quite that. Maybe that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> How yeah. old is the station? I didn't realize that. It's a good I question. Know. I mean, it's I would say I would say that. Um, at least it was around in the late seventies, early eighties, probably. So yeah, Dragmatic wow. actually opened for REM back in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, and it was it was a pretty wild, it was wild time. Huh? You know? You're was, all youngins. You were two. I was. <laughs> I was a little older, but yeah. He's born to rock, though. Well, hey, I mean, speaking of REM, what's the story of that that reel to reel? Oh, in your studio. Well, that's uh, I, I almost don't want to tell. That okay, story. yeah, never mind. No, I will. Um, I do have REM's uh, four-track reel-to-reel in my studio right now. Um, it's actually there for repair, and I'm almost done with it. But um, it's uh, um, it was used to record their first album. And how did uh, you get a hold of that? Uh, well, <laughs> so um, there's a, a a person in the area who I won't name just in case they want to keep their anonymity intact. It's Michael Stipe, isn't it? <laughs> just, just <don't. laughs> who uh, who um, was associated with REM back in the day and um, has a lot of the equipment that they played on and i've been repairing some of that equipment uh or seeing that it gets repaired one way or another is that what you do i guess when you're not in a band is record people or repair? i do record people yeah mm-hmm. i don't necessarily do tons of repairs there's a couple of things that i'm good at doing repairs wise and then the rest i sort of farm out to the many other great people who can do that stuff electronic repairs in particular but what i am sort of a um an equipment freak so there's that i i like old equipment i like old electronics and stuff like that so um i in this particular case i'm connecting the thing that needs to be repaired with the right person to repair it so i'll jump in and say you know there's there's like a few things i think that anyone who plays in any band will agree that are the highlights of playing in a band one of them is is playing fun, loud shows where people are there dancing and clapping. Um, you know, another one is like coming here, honestly, and like 
you know, sp- speaking to folks. So thanks for having us here. Yeah, thank you. Um, and of course. probably one of the other like top experiences is going into a studio to record for a day or a weekend or a whole week or you know a month years whatever like being in the studio is awesome and so Mm -hmm. being in mark's studio we are surrounded by all kinds of just really cool equipment and there's definitely times where the song that we just played don't mean much there's um there's an electric 12 string we had never played uh that live before but we put it Mm -hmm. into the album and it's gonna it's gonna make it it's gonna make the final cut and it added this really cool dimension to that song. And um, similarly, just... since we occasionally practice in the studio as well, it's sort of a comfortable place for us to open mm-hmm. up and just like play music. And so when we were recording, there was some s- sort of off the cuff stuff that happened in the ends of songs. And in one particular case, the end gets really extended and is a little ridiculous, but it might not it's make like the noise cut. metal. We'll like see. turns into noise metal. Was that the one we just faded out? Uh, no, oh, that's a different it gets one. Even. And that speaks to our evolution as a band, as Texoma. When we started as a, a long time ago, as a, a three piece, and this is our final iteration where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, Your final form, like really like folk rocky. Yeah, just kind of like sort of like alt. Alt country, whatever yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And whatever that is. You know, now, and I think I've had like one or two pedals, and now like my board is one in, one out, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to add any more to it. So we have, so that particular song Mark's talking about, you know, was a recent edition of, of a Fuzz Factory, nice. which would never play in our original that setup. Has discovered and now it's just kind of like, fuzz. it's wild. It's was the last wild. album also recorded with Mark? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a slight difference, though. Yeah. We did the last one on, um, on I think our band's personal equipment, and this one we've we've hired the full studio and Tom Canova to come in with his equipment, um, and it's just completely amazing, you know. Yeah. The, the so, audio quality that we're getting. And, and studio, um, uh, Mark, you can tell me I get this wrong, but Mark's got the studio space and all these crazy instruments in it, um, you know, and and other equipment for recording, but Mark. Kavanaugh is the engineer, and he's got Tom. Tom, yeah. sorry, gosh, has just the crazy, cool, vintage slash best of the vintage slash best of the new. Like, is that a Neve strip? Like, crazy recording stuff. And uh, it turns out that it sounds really good when you use all that stuff. That's cool. And it, that was so. The big difference was last album we recorded it and engineered it and mixed it ourselves, mm-hmm. and this time we hired Tom to do that. And that took a load of work off of us and made it real. You know, we didn't have to worry, like, how are we going to get this tone right? Or how is this going to sit in the mix? We just, like, yeah. Tom, we went to everybody doing, really good. He's like, yeah. got it. It no, does. Do. <laughs> and, yeah, instead of everybody doing everything, we all get to focus on, the like, the one or two things that we're supposed to be primarily doing all while, you know, jumping in. Right. And yeah. that we're reasonably, well, relatively good at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, I would uh, add to that that um, the album we did before, which we recorded at my place as well, we decided in advance that we were going to do sort of a rough and ready aesthetic where we just like plugged some mics into the thing and then we pressed record and we started rocking and um, that's pretty much what you hear on that album. On this album, even though what you played is pretty much like that, we still haven't done overdubs and, and that kind of thing, so we're probably um, 
this is going to be a little bit more polished than the other one. Yeah. And when I say polished, that doesn't really mean that much in this case because it's still a rock and roll band. Yeah, ultimately. and there's like you know small things that we're just going to leave in there as well, you know, because it's how it was recorded originally. But yeah, we're definitely doing more overdubs on this one than kind of like what's appropriate for this spot if, uh, you know, if we could do anything we wanted kind of thing. Just blazing blues riffs over everything, right? <laughs> Did your songs change a lot while in the studio? Or? Not not too much. I don't I wouldn't say that the songs changed too much as far as like the core parts of them. Yeah, I agree with that. Well part of it was too we recorded all nine or ten songs in three days. Yeah. That's all a lot. the parts. So it was a tight schedule to keep. So there wasn't a lot of time for evolution. But there were a lot mm -hmm. of happy surprises, like twelve string or you know, which keyboard we're using or, you know, trying different percussion instruments. Uh, so we had time to do some exploration. That was really fun. And the fact that the band plays live with some regularity also meant that we were ready to just jump in there and play. And so, um, you know, the material was mostly worked out and, uh, you know, in its own organic way. So, um, yeah, not much change there. Other than developing ideas to their logical conclusion, you know. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, we also have some dragmatic, if we want to. Yeah. We've talked a lot about if you like. Tech Soma. So how about we like play one of your tracks so the listeners can get yeah. a taste of what you sound like. Sure. Um, we got this album right here in hand. All right. Well, how about... Um I don't know if I'm going to play acoustic. Here, you may as well uh, do Home Tonight. Uh, that's a nice one. That's one of our slower ones, so. Probably the slowest one. Enjoy. <laughs> awesome. And this is the local beat. Um, we have Texoma and Dragmatic in studio, so stay tuned. Eighty-eight point one WKNC. This is DJ What's Her Face, and you are currently tuned in to the local beat. Um, and you just heard some dragmatic that was home tonight. And we are actually, or I'm used to saying we because usually I'm here with my co-host Sparrow. But well, we're here too. She's not here, so yeah. Well, I am accompanied by <laughs> dragmatic and Texoma. Um, if you're just tuning in, they have a show coming up at the station this Saturday with the Outboards. Um, that's over in Carborough. So, yeah. Yeah, um, we'd love to see you there. Should be a good one. We'll all be there. Yeah, I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> so Ryan, I'm curious about Dragmatic. Okay. Sorry. It's right where I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to talk to me now? <laughs> So we were talking a lot about, I guess, what Texoma has going on with, um, you know, new music and all of that. What do you all have? Well, we've got a new drummer. We've got uh, Chris Hibbard on board. He's in a lot of other uh, local bands that uh, I won't talk about because they're not us. And um, <laughs> and then we have a new bass player as well. So we're, we're wow. sort of getting everything kind of solid on that end, and it's coming along really nice. Did you all have a bass and drummer? Yes, before? yes, we weren't like. So you're just like switching out. Yeah, people. yeah, we're you know out with the old, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're not <laughs> listening. No, no, uh, you know they bands just change, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, Lewis uh, Driver and I have been sort of in it since day one. It used to be that um, I was 
Dragmatic, and it was a bunch of hired guns sort of thing. So basically, three-quarters of American Aquarium would be my band whenever they were in town. And uh, if you want to have a band, you don't want to be reliant on people that are on the road 250 days a year. So, mm-hmm. so I had to break that up and figure out what I was going to do next. And that was like 2010 Oh, well, so you like all have been playing shows for a while now. Yeah, yeah, we're elder statesmen of the indie rock local music <laughs> well we're just young like, pups i mean look at you you're adorable <laughs> is there anything you want to say about some of your ex-band members uh yes um they have really good penmanship and um varying degrees of hair and i love them all and i appreciate everything they did for me so and do you think <laughs> Is your sound going to change at all, do you think, with the addition of new members? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, our new drummer, I mean, he's he's he doesn't miss a beat, literally. I mean, I know that's cliche, um, but he's just super solid, and our bass player is, he can just go off on these notey sort of things, and which I don't always love, but he can do them. <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes <laughs> he does, and it totally works. And so, I mean, I think from... A musical standpoint we've got a pretty awesome i'm always the weakest link in every band i'm in and i'll be the first to say that don't be down on yourself well no i mean i'm <laughs> awesome but that's how awesome they are <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I surround myself with the pick of the litter so i think that's the best way to go about it but no for us uh we're working on some new stuff and um you know i've for the longest time i, I thought we were an alternative country band that's what i thought and then we made our record um, that you just played a track off of. And as much as that song was sort of alt-country, a lot of it is power pop. A lot of it is just straight-up sort of indie rock. You know, we, I, I don't, it, it's hard to, like, put us with other bands because people say, what do you do now? And I'm like, well, whatever we feel like right now. Yeah. I you mean, know? I feel like it's hard to define any band by a genre. It's yeah. like you just got to gotta listen yeah and, and I, <laughs> as much as i want to do that i'd be like oh we're power pop <laughs> but there's pedal steel and you know a lot of twang on this one and and this one sounds like archers of loaf and this one sounds like loose arrow and this one sounds you know mm-hmm. just is that like are you mostly influenced by power pop is that why you kind of yeah. um, lean towards that yeah i think so um you know like a lot of canadian bands we love thin lizzy um I used to play bluegrass. I used to play with uh, uh, Scott Avet. He and I went to college together, and we had a little bluegrass thing we ever we did every Tuesday back in college. And you know, so it all comes from all sorts of places. Like I love '80s power pop. I love Matthew Sweet sort of stuff. I love Whiskey Town. I love Uncle Tupelo, Wilco, Jayhawks. I mean, all this stuff is sort of formed what I want to sound like. And since they're so different, it's sort of a weird thing to try and put all that together but i think we do mm-hmm. a pretty good job of it and going forward i think you'll just get more variations of that you know and our uh, guitar player lewis he is you know he's he's a lot more he has a lot more hardcore background than i do you know he like loves you know really riffy stuff and mm-hmm. you know i like that stuff too and that's not something that's easier for me to come up with and he sort of brings that texture along so it's it's a interesting dynamic and i'm pretty proud of it and as an outsider i would say it's 
pretty awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, you guys rock. Thanks. Is this like the first time you're playing with the new members, or have they been no. around for a while, just like not on the last record? We played two shows with the new bass player, I think, maybe three, and then we've played one with the new drummer. So it's a little loosey-goosey, but mm-hmm. it's rock and roll, man. Yeah. It's got to roll with it. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why the shows go late and they go loud. That's right. Like I said, you might not like us, but you're not going to not hear us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what about Texoma? What are y'all's influences while we're um, sitting on that it, topic? It's, it's really funny. I'm sitting here listening to Ryan, and I'm like, maybe this is why our bands have such a big crush on each other, because it's a lot of the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we kind of started, we, we coined ourselves, because we didn't want to be alt-country, so we're like, well, we're a dust rock band. I love that, yeah. We coined that uh, term, just man, for the record. Have I interviewed you before? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're the band dust that you were like, what is dust rock? back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then when our first album came out and uh, Spencer over at the Indie Week reviewed it, he was like, yeah, but like these other songs that they're playing are, are vintage power pop. And when, when we read that, we were like, yeah, yeah. So now we're a dust rock or dust rocks and vintage power pops. <laughs> if you go to our website, which is texomaband.com. I really like uh, how Spencer writes stuff. I think he was the one who said about Dragmatic that we're like a... Uh, peanut butter and banana and honey sandwich like it shouldn't work but it, it works really well it kind of does so <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah. back to Texoma yeah. and I think that um, you're talking about how lineup changes will affect your sound I feel like that is really informed the evolution of Texoma right totally because you know started the core of, of Zach and Randy um, and then added Linus as a rhythm guitarist and then I came in as a, a the second bass player in the band and then added Mark Right, and uh, Zach and Randy were, you know, steeped in country music in a way that... But Randy's like a total, our drummer, which, by the way, I'm actually the only person in the band who who can't play drums well. All other four members of Texom are actually really good drummers, which is mm-hmm. crazy, so I'm the only one that's usually off time. Um, but, Do yeah, so like Randy is like... switch instruments? That we don't they right now, we do. but we're so uh-huh. close to doing it, actually. I feel like that's always entertaining to see live because everybody always like plays everything slightly different, yeah. and it's also just like cool to so see. So there's like, a song like we're talking about, you know, like this is a song we're recording um, that that uh, Randy wrote. Well, we're all kind of writing it, um, and we th- it's gonna fade from this like crazy anthem into this like acoustic thing, and then back into this like anthem, and then like kind of noise metal, which sounds crazy. But I think during that part. I can imagine us having like a revolving cast, not cast, but a revolving kind of like everyone moves left and picks up mm-hmm. a different instrument. Or like, was it in the same song? It's all in the same song. Mm. It's crazy. It's gonna it's gonna round out our album, and we have to finish it because it's not totally done. But it's we're Is that really excited we might about see it on Saturday. I, we're not <laughs> planning to play it on Saturday because mm-hmm. we need to. This is like the one that we like really need to work out. Yeah, that's that's the one that changed the most while we were in the studio. So it's yeah. like still kind of really fresh for this, y'all. Like, it's yeah. Like, So it's like real Anthony Ono mm-hmm. almost. Yes. Uh, and it's talking about like, well, I don't know. We're not going to dive into the meaning of songs because we don't really know what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> they all start it's off with sounds. Um, so yeah. So anyway, back to the question. Randy is like this, has this indie rock background. Um, I grew up like bluegrass and uh, and folk rock, but then also just like really bad pop rock and roll like Aerosmith, you know? 
because uh, of my parental my parental influences kind of stuff. Oh, Aerosmith bad. I mean, yeah, well, no, but you know what I mean. They're amazing, but <laughs> yeah, they're like. I mean, I don't love them, but you know, I wouldn't call them bad. I wouldn't go that far either. Yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of commercial stuff, but also like you know, grew up going to like the Doc Watson Festival and like running around as a little kid, like in diapers, like with bare feet, kind of thing. You know, where's that? So, still well, it's called Merle Fest now. So sorry, oh, okay. I'm just like. Yep. Ingrained, it's the Doc Watson Festival. Yeah, now it's Merle Fest. Yeah, um, Linus came with a bunch of indie rock. I listened to a bunch of grunge, yeah, and then funk. Yeah, and so like trying to figure out what a country sounding bass line is that's just not, yeah, I think real hard about that. Yeah, um, and then you know, we're our sound is definitely progressing as we go. Like this, this album that's going to be coming out uh, in the spring is the best representation of who we are as a band. The, the songs are our most evolved songs, and they're, they're honestly the, the songs I'm most proud of. And my favorite songs are some songs that I like didn't write, but I get to participate in it. So it's pretty cool to be a part of that. And then we're kind of like having some conversations about, um, <laughs> which I just laughed because we have a song called Conversations. Anytime I say the word conversations, this song plays in my head for some reason. But <laughs> we're starting to talk about kind of like a process of what we could see, like a project for us working on that's totally different than what we're doing now. So Like a whole new band? As the same people? <laughs> I don't know. It's Industrial. TBD. We so just started we, talking about it last night. Every time uh, we're jamming before Zach gets there, we're all switching instruments, and we all, you know, mm -hmm. like, okay, now is our, you know, power country band. Now we've got a metal project, and everyone is just called Don't Tell Zach. <laughs> yeah. So Zach doesn't know. So Zach can't be in the band. Oh, he's going to have to be, because we need someone to sing and play lead guitar, but oh. I'll do marketing for the band. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. I think that's, you know, that's one of the best things about playing in a band, aside from what we talked about earlier, you know, from like being able to come on the radio, which is awesome. Being able to play shows in front of people is amazing. It's like, there's not a lot of things that like tops that. Um, going into the studio is amazing, but also like being a part of a group of individuals who are like contributing to, you know, a thing that's like past what anyone can like fathom on a day-to-day -day basis you know you go in with this idea and it morphs into this whole other thing that you could never imagine that's like the beauty of playing music and being in a band and 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 watching the evolution of things it's really cool and for me it, it's, it sort of comes down to um being a part of the scene that actually cares about each other and actually listens and appreciates what each other done i mean it's not everybody but you know like there's a mutual appreciation society society out there and it's you know, I love what you guys do. I mean, gosh, you're like, Lewis doesn't shut up about you guys. <laughs> we were so honored, man. Uh, Lewis had us come over and play his birthday party at the Berkeley Cafe. Yeah, he oh, turned 40. Awesome. We had to get text on my super involved. cool. Um, and, you, I, you know, we don't want to, uh, I mean, we do want to talk about the outboards, too. Like, this band is just, they're rippers, and they're so good. Oh, yeah. Um, so check them out. Like, you know, go to the outboards uh, website or whatever. Right, or even um, check out their guitarist, Eric Hagen. Yeah, Eric Hogan. He's, a, he's got like a, a YouTube channel where he does like guitar how-to videos about oh. all kinds of stuff. He's got like fifty thousand subscribers. Wow, yeah, it's gonna be, so YouTube it's gonna be a great famous. show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a great show. So, what, what do you guys want to do? You wanna, what do you yeah. want us to do, Mary? Well, y'all got your guitars out. Um, we got like fifteen minutes, so okay. I say you want us to play a live. Go one? for it. Yeah. Um, this is a more of a See, this song is like definitely a rocker on the album that's coming out. Um, we'll play it a little slightly toned down for this, but not too much toned down. Um, and this was writing songs is so much fun because like this this spurred out of nowhere. We wrote it in like ten minutes, but it's not maybe wow. not that fast. Record we time. We wrote it in like a day or so. <laughs> um, but it's from a memory that was like 
in 1999 or 2000 or something that had always stuck with me, mm-hmm. but it was never appropriate to write about until I was with this group of guys. It was awesome. So interesting. Anyway, it's called it's called New Mexico. All right. Ago. Well, he was in a heart, he was on his own. He was looking for a place, looking for a place to go. So he pulled over to the side of the road. The Rio Grande was a thousand feet below. Ba ba ba. Looking for a place to go I crossed that bridge in New Mexico Looking for some drugs I was looking for some drugs to go A thousand minds in a single heart Sitting in a hot sun Not a damn thing to show Just a desert town on the side of the road She was the best thing he'd ever known Ba-ba-ba And all my life I'll be looking, I'll be looking Looking for a place to go that bridge in New Mexico looking for some drugs I was looking for some drugs to go Awesome. Didn't expect y'all to bring your guitar today, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> so what was that memory? Now I'm curious. Did you oh, go to New Mexico? Yeah, I did. So I went out uh, I went out for a trip, and uh, um, and I loved it so much that when I came back from the trip, I packed up my car, and I just drove out there and found a job for three months. Oh, wow. I just kind of lived out in New Mexico, um, kind of like 
30 minutes, 45 minutes northeast of Taos, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And um, I dust saw, rock, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I was set out to find the Rio Grande Gorge and the huge bridge um, from the famous movie um, Natural Born Killers. And I found it, and I was sitting on the side of the road. And there's just, like, this picture of me. I forget who took it. It was probably some, one of my coworkers of me just, like, sit, <laughs> sitting next to my old busted car. Uh, yeah, in the dust, like, with a guitar, like, on the side of a highway. And I, was, I guess I, did, like, at that time decided that I should just pick up my guitar and play it mm-hmm. on the side of the road. <laughs> and I don't know. That picture was laying around. Just and when, when we came up with the riff for that song, um, that picture came into mind. And then I kind of wrote that story that's not 100 percent true right mm-hmm. but it was inspired by that picture so i feel like that needs to be like in the album pamphlet now that yeah. picture <laughs> yeah how about we put it on our instagram page yeah, yeah. so follow us we're talking about it. Band and it. We'll put it up there on our instagram do you have it on your phone like candy uh, i don't know this you thing about technology, man, I swear, <laughs> yeah. you know they've like compressed all the pictures now so i have like ten thousand pictures on my phone so i don't oh, think i'll yeah. ever be able to find it i always have to Upload photos. So, so did you guys go on any vision quests of your own, or several? (laughs) (laughs) Also, why only three months? Did something? um, I think I had to get back for college. Oh, I think I don't know. That's a thing. I think that's what it was. (laughs) That was a huge transitional part of my life, where I had graduated high school and Mm -hmm. had signed up for community college, and just was kind of. Having fun, floating around, doing this and doing that. Wow. And, um, yeah, this week to my community college days, I got, uh, in one year, I only was able to transfer, like, 10 credit hours out of 30. <laughs> <laughs> but then I went to real college, and or not, I don't want to say that it's real college, real but college. for me, you know, I got stepped it up, and things clicked. Did you grow up in North Carolina? I did, yeah. All and, of you, uh, I guess, soon. Yeah, I'm from Zebulon. Nice, that's not too far away. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from West Virginia. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's Mount Mama. <laughs> I actually grew up in Raleigh. Wow. Yeah. So you've been here your whole, well, you're in Carborough I'm, now. I live in southern Durham County now, but, oh, you know, okay. all very close to Raleigh the whole time. And luckily, my parents are still um, totally awesome. And uh, so I spend a lot of time with them. They're in Raleigh, so mm-hmm. I'm only about 20 minutes away. That's nice. And... Now, actually, this gives me a chance to shout out to my youngin, Willie. Woo! Um, uh, guy the three of us who are here representing Texoma all have young kids right now. And uh, um, I only found out about coming on the radio this morning, so I quickly called Willie's grandmother and um, dropped him off there and made it just in time to play some music. <laughs> are all the... Are- Sorry. Are all your kids going to come up to the show Saturday? Not for this one. Yeah. A little too late for yeah. them. Oh, yeah. But um, I, actually, <laughs> if I had not found uh, or had not gotten in touch with Grandma, um, he would have been here on his second radio appearance. Oh. <laughs> was the first one here, too? And this first one was on WHUP, if I'm allowed to say that. That's uh, an independent uh, radio station. Where are they based? Hillsboro, actually. Oh, yeah. nice. Hillsboro's got some cool music stuff. Really going on too. interesting. Pretty good barbecue up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mac and cheese. Yeah, and the banana pudding. <laughs> oh man, banana pudding. Where, where banana do you get pudding. banana pudding in Hillsboro? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's uh, quoting from Southern Culture yeah, on the yeah, Skids. Yeah. Who actually have a show oh. on Saturday. Look at me. Oh, too bad. Us. Oh, oh, where? Uh, and at the cradle? Uh, no, I think they're at Motorco, but don't go there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 20-minute drive yeah, it's difference. too far away. <laughs> like 40 years to see them. Come see us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we've got like four minutes left. We're running short on time. so Let's play a song off the album. And thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Because us. we should all have conversations about everything going on in our lives. Right. And uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, we'd love to see you out at the station on Saturday night. Yep. We'll have merch. I think we have three shirts in weird sizes left, so come wow. and look at them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a weird-sized person, we might just have something to cover that up. Hey, and thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. And thanks to everyone out there that's listening. No problem. This has been... Local lunch. We should have some conversations. We should make it all right. For it all goes southbound in the middle of the night. Crank up the A and album and hold my hands so tight. Should make it.